That's good. That's good. I think something you said uh, that really uh, just kind of hit home for me was, yeah, that piece that we're doing this together. I mean, like I said before, we're just two regular dudes, man. And uh, every day is, is a fight, you know, to you know, almost be relevant, you know, and it, it's sad that it, it, we have to phrase it that way. But um, what I mean is, you know, in society, in American culture, uh, specifically, it seems like our role has been... Um, We've just, been cut down. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like, it's, it's been cut cut down. Like, it's like it's not important. So we're, we're just there, um, you know, for lack of a better term, you know, to just kind of help make the baby. And then we're supposed to take a step back and let mom do everything and you know, like it was never supposed to be that way. And, you know, furthermore, you know, something I just thought about is it's almost like we're putting added pressure on women as well. When we decide to not, um, you know, step up into the role that God has called us to fulfill, we are putting added pressure on our wife that she was never meant to carry. So um, that that's just, it's, it's been awesome to see that lived out um on facebook page you know on our facebook page especially um you know we've got messages from people who are just like man thank you so much for this this is so needed at the same time hey can you pray for me because my marriage is going down the drain and you know my heart breaks for that my heart really breaks because um i i feel like it's almost the norm now you know it used to be like it was almost like the on the opposite end of the spectrum, it was it was messed up because people were like you're getting a divorce. <gasps> How could you? You know, and it was almost like okay, it, it's not necessarily that that sin is greater than another sin, but at the same time, it's still a serious deal. But now in today's society, it's like oh, you got a divorce? Yeah, whatever. I mean, yeah, I got a divorce. Or even the reason behind divorce nowadays. Yeah. Oh, he's mean to you. Oh yeah, leave him. No, right. You, right. you deserve better. Right. You you deserve a better man. Right. Right, and when we, exactly, exactly, and, you know, it, so it's twofold, I think, it's twofold, so when we are not walking in the role that God has called us to do, you know, our marriage suffers, but also when our wife has added pressure, our marriage, our marriage suffers, so, um, and then with that, as being a husband, I mean, uh, just seeing the, the, the role of being a father too. I mean, my life has changed so much just being a father and being able to just get a glimpse of, of God's love, just a glimpse, you know what I mean? Of, of the, you know, the magnitude of God's love and how, how great it is. So why don't we talk a little bit about, uh, fatherhood for a second. And what do you think, Daniel, what do you think humble husband has to offer for uh, fatherhood specifically? I think for fatherhood, what um, we're going to really be able to hone in on um, is the support of the family in general. Because I think a lot of times the role of husband is really blurred with the role of father, and they're two very separate things. We're dealing with two just different parts of the family. So I think that in terms of fatherhood, just offering the support of one, biblically, what does father mean? and separating that from biblically what is husband and I think that that is a good goal for us in 2018 to really talk to men about the difference Um, and even if you don't have children yet or (laughs) there may be some men out there who just don't want to have children having the perspective of a man who's living out his roles as a good husband and a good father I think gives clarity on 
why certain men do things or say certain things or uh, you know just different parts of you know even just culture just culturally how it differs from being married with children and being married without children and so I think that whenever we start to break down the different parts of the family I think that's where fatherhood is really gonna shine yeah yeah I agree I mean yeah, I mean, a lot of times when you say father or you say husband, usually father comes first for whatever right. reason. Well, it's the same thing with mom. Yeah, exactly. So, oh, I'm a mother, but oh yeah, I'm married too. Right, and it, you know, I used to think, you know, years ago, I used to think that wasn't such a big deal, but now I'm like, no, is we don't acknowledge husband specifically. We don't acknowledge that we are we are husband and father, not just husband father or just father. If we don't acknowledge the specific roles, then when they get blurred together, we're, we're on this tailspin that we can't uh, stop. And, you know, I think for a lot of married people, it is easier to identify as the parent, but oh, not for sure. as the spouse. And, but when the, but when you're not identified as a spouse, your parenthood suffers. Yeah. Or, well, you know, when you meet new people or you're meeting with friends or anything, I've seen that a lot of people go, oh, these are our children and my wife. Cool instead of this is my wife and our children and I think that that's hard you know for women to hear that come from husbands but it's just so easy today to just say oh yeah these these are my kids and my wife not my wife and our children (laughs) right so why do you think that is why do you think it's easier to identify as father versus husband I think that it is almost easier to be a better parent than a better spouse mm. because that's what culture tells us is okay right now. And I think that we have lost a lot of the biblical meaning behind marriage first and then children. Right. God didn't say, hey, Adam, here's a child. I'm going to give you a wife later. (laughs) He gave Adam a wife first and children later. Right. And I think that we've, as society, culture, however you want to say it, as man, it has become easier for us to introduce children because they're so happy and joyous and everyone looks forward to children. But in doing so, if you don't keep in mind my wife was here first i think it's not easy for the marriage to fall apart but it's easy to lose the backbone and the strength and then that's where we get into empty nesters the children are gone we have nothing in common and i think it's hard it's it's just what has happened and i think that it's a personal challenge to everyone who's listening (laughs) introduce your wife first (laughs) and then your children if you have children um, and just kind of see how your wife reacts. I yeah. bet she'll smile. I bet she'll like it. Because it's it, it shows that we still have more pride and more love for our wife in marriage. Yeah. And putting her first in the introduction, yeah. I think you'll, you'll, you'll like what you see. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. You know, it makes me think about... Um, how do you uh, introduce? Huh? How do you introduce? Like, how do you... Yeah, like how I personally introduce? Yeah, like, do I... I do think I acknowledge I, my wife first, or do I acknowledge everybody? I think, if, if I could just be real, I think I do a pretty good job. I've done both. I of, know I have. Really? Really? <laughs> this is, this is Brayden. This is like, 
but I have. Really? You know, I, I know that I've seen that, <clears throat> and it's something that I cognitively try to correct mm -hmm. because I don't want to fall into normal society. Yeah. Well, because I think what we and I we what I use we as a as a term like as society we but also we as Christians jokingly will say stuff like that, but are not realizing that subconsciously it's really how we think about it. Well, how it. far does the joke go? Yeah, exactly. How far is the joke into your reality, right. really? <laughs> right, But it makes me think about, uh, shout outs to uh, Pastor Courtney Beard, if you're listening, what's up, man? Uh, my pastor was talking about how, he was using this this kind of uh, illustration about wearing uniforms. He's like, um, you get married, you know, obviously not every situation is like this, but this is just for the illustration. Uh, but you get married um, and you're, husband and wife but then you put on the uniform of mom and dad and husband and wife kind of suffers a little bit but you still you still kind of see that other person in the uniform um, and then you become soccer dad or soccer mom or you know hockey football whatever whatever sport or whatever you think that your child's involved in and that becomes your main focus and you put on career or whatever the order but the point is you start to put on all these things and then at the end of the day, you try to look for your spouse. And in this, in our case, our wives. And it's like, we don't even know who they are anymore. They don't know who we are anymore. Um, because we put on so much, but we were never intentional about keeping our marriage protected. And, and first. And first, exactly. So just it, that, you know, what you said about <laughs> acknowledging, like, yeah, this is, you know, this is my wife, Jasmine, and these are our kids. Like, obviously, without my wife, we wouldn't have these kids. Exactly. Obviously. But I'm just saying, like, so I, I think, yeah, being intentional about acknowledging our wives, that's, that's uh, something that we can Well, I think it, it, it shares a little bit about you personally also. To have friends or even strangers, you know, here, he's really proud of his wife and his marriage. And, yes. You know, I think it's, it's, it's really important to start off with, I'm a married man. This is my wife. Right. Here are our children. Um, instead of the pride of your life being your children because that's almost how it comes off sometimes and That's it's rough, but a lot of people do it just out of habit And but it can become an idol Exactly, but but then how how much does a bad habit become, you know, right? Right So yeah, I mean, I think I mean, I, you know being a part of humble husband like this this movement that we created I mean we we understand that you know if, if we don't start as acknowledging ourselves as husbands, then fatherhood will suffer, then manhood will suffer. And speaking of manhood, what do you think humble husband has to offer for just men in general? I mean, singles, uh, older people who think this you know may not have anything to do with them directly, or younger people, maybe in high school, what do you think humble husband could, could offer for that demographic? I think what is going to transcend age or walk of life or wherever anyone is um, is something that we've talked about is biblical truth. Yeah. It's it's not going to be a, I think this is what a man should be. It's going to be a, this is God's word of what a man is. And this is what a man is meant to be. And I think by backing you know, all of our sessions or posts or whatever we decide to you know, give people to help is the biblical truth behind it has to be solid. And I think that that is uh, the most important factor about anything really is, you know, I see a lot of marriage groups, a lot of husband groups on Facebook and Twitter and Instagram, whatever it may be, but I can always tell the difference where some are very opinion-based, some are very, 
this is how you should act because it worked for me mm-hmm. versus this is what you should do because this is what God wanted you to do. This was God's intention for you. Um, and I think that no matter where you are in life as a man hearing God's intention for you and taking it to heart is going to be more powerful and more intentional than really anything you can do besides reading the Bible yourself. Yeah. Um, and I, I think that's important. Like you said, for single men who don't know, you know, am I going to be married? Do I want to be married? What is my calling to life and marriage? Mm-hmm. It's just offering outside of marriage, you're still a man. You're right. still a person. You, right. you still have an expectation and kind of what God wants you to do. Yeah. Um, And then especially, you know, for the younger men who are in high school or college or just graduating, depending on your home at life, you may not really know much about manhood. There's a lot of single moms out there raising men. There's a lot of broken families out there. So having any kind of outlet, like I wish that I had an outlet when I was going through high school that was a more kind of solid, this is what you should be doing because God wants you to. And I think that's really cool. Um, that we're going to really focus on this is what you should do because God wants you to, mm-hmm. not, hey, go do something because it sounds cool. Yeah. Or it's normal. Go do this because it's normal. Yeah. Go date Everybody a girl because it's it. normal. Yeah, right? <laughs> yeah, and, and I, I agree with all that, man. And if I could piggyback, yeah, I, we we are not here to, to say this is Antoine and Daniel's opinion on manhood. This is, no, this is God's word. This is what he's... He said this is how we, we should live, not because God's a dictator, but he's inviting us to uh, dodge the, you know, the, the mishaps, if you will, or the potholes of life. So it doesn't mean life will be awesome all the time, but it does mean we'll dodge a lot of craziness that he didn't want, ever want us to be a part of. Um, and yeah, like something that, you know, if we could put this out there, your marriage, you know, is really a, it should be a demonstration of, of the gospel, that every breath that we take should be uh, displaying God's love for his church and how Jesus was willing to die for his bride. Um, and that, you know, the Bible calls us to do that as husbands and most of us would be like, of course I would die for my wife, but are you willing to physically die to, to certain things? Literally, like, if do I spend time with my wife or do I, uh, go play a video game right now. You know, whatever it may be. Or hang you, out with the guys. Or hang out with the guys, right. Whatever it may be for you, God has called us to sacrifice um, to ensure that um, we are we are loving our wives and our families well. And that is a beautiful picture of what Jesus did for us. Like he, he paid the ultimate sacrifice because of his love um, for us. So, yeah, that's that's the goal. That Our, our goal is to, to really be um, an encouragement to you guys. And we definitely want you to, to hit us up. If you have questions, comments, concerns, whatever it may be, hit us up. We definitely want the feedback. Uh, we don't want it to be a one-sided conversation. Uh, we definitely want your feedback. Um, so as we come to a close here, Dan, you got any final thoughts? No, um, I just want to thank everyone uh, who tuned in. I hope that something we said um, is starting you on a journey tonight as you know you come along with us and really just pray that you hear whatever God meant you to hear tonight is you heard it. And um, Awesome. Well, I want to thank you guys again for listening. Um, this is Antoine again and Daniel. 
and we are just excited that y'all even decided to listen today. Like you could have been doing anything else, but you decided to tune in, and we are so appreciative of your time. And um, like I said, hit us up because we definitely want to hear you. And let's be. How do they do that? How do they do that? Oh, that's such a good question. You can hit us up on. Bum, bum, bum. <laughs> you can hit us up on Facebook. We are on Twitter. We are on Instagram, and there is definitely going to be more uh, content for you guys to, uh, you know, kind of be a part of, and we definitely want you guys to be a part of what we're doing in 2018, so hit us up on any of those uh, outlets, as well as we are working on a website currently, um, and that will be up, we'll definitely keep you, um, we'll definitely let you know when that happens, so uh, this is episode one, see you next time, peace.